0: welcome
1: back to the millennials podcast i'm smith i'm seth we are sadly dry this
0: week we are very dry um our other our co-host marcus apparently has no no worry at all about the idea of social distancing so he is out on the town
1: on the one hand I'm, i'm pretty sure marcus has already gotten every disease including coronavirus and survived all of them so he's probably immune, but at the same time, it's not safe for other people.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could say that Marcus is out on a, a Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner vehicle. I don't. Because he's out on oh, the come town. On. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do this podcast uh, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. It's a very appropriate thing to say that everyone around you would understand if you said it out loud. It took me a second to, do, to get it. And, and then did, when you got it, it was great. All right, I still didn't move like on. it.
1: <laughs> I can't remember a single thing about the town. You don't remember?
0: Are you kidding me? They wore the masks. They wore the but nun like, masks. I remember
1: Jeremy Renner being like Ben Affleck's brother.
0: He was a something? very aggressive man, yes.
1: And he was like, he was. He seemed very lazy and passive until he got to do violence. And then he was like, yeah, I want to do violence yeah,
0: And they're bank robbers and they wore the masks. Right, I remember. I remember some things, yeah. but like, what was the conflict in the movie? I remember. I know. Remember? I've seen that movie like five times, and I remember really enjoying it. But I totally, for, I've forgotten everything about it just because I don't know. I guess I've seen so many movies in between. I just don't have enough room in my fucking brain. I'll rewatch like, it. The, the Departed, I remember perfectly. All right, let's let's both put the town on right now, and we'll talk over it, and <laughs> so we can remember what happened.
1: You know, we'll, we'll do a, a live commentary. Uh, yeah. on this I'll tell you episode. one thing: watching movies
0: this past week has been so weird because I'm like, they're all outside; mm-hmm. they're like at places doing stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. And it's
0: weird how that in just true. a week that has become so, such a foreign concept.
1: Yeah, the world is different. I'll tell you, in a, in a weird way, you know, it's like this is not the sort of change I expected to see.
0: And it was so weird because, like, it felt like. At first, America was like not taking the coronavirus seriously, which I still don't think we're entirely. But at first, it was like, "Oh, you're still going to be going to work. Everything's still going to operate. We're just going to see who all gets sick." And then, literally, like within a couple of days, it was like, "Okay, we're all staying home. We're canceling schools. We're canceling all events that have ever happened, and everyone just stay inside if you can." Oh yeah, sports getting canceled was really the thing I think for a lot of sports people. Sports getting canceled, movies, um, not releasing. Uh, movies that you you that are just in theaters like a week ago are now are on digital you can see them now like on digital platforms um, which is like I talked about last week a uh, very interesting uh, move that because of the coronavirus got, it gets to get sped up it was something that I thought was going to happen with some studio movies um, but yeah not 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 this quickly and uh, it's happened and I think it's kind of successful I don't know we'll see a lot of people have been watching uh, some of these movies.
1: Here's my question though. Yeah,
0: what the fuck are sports people doing right now, dude? Without the basket without 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 the basketball, I have it's it's been weird. I used to even on days that I couldn't watch games, I would get up every morning and pretty much check scores, look at the box scores, look at the MVP ladder, look at the standings. That was like kind of a morning routine for me. And there's people like at work I talk to about basketball and like what happened the night before in sports. And now, I, not only do I not have basketball, I don't even talk to those people because I'm not at work. And it's just, it's very strange. I mean, so many sports, I mean, f- I guess football got lucky, or American football got lucky because it was already over when this started. But every other sport pretty much has been canceled or postponed. Esports just came back.
1: Really? They, they figured out a way to
0: do it in quarantine? Yeah, they're doing it all online. They're not doing it in all the right. room.
1: So, the, the, they got the ping issue solved?
0: I mean, not really. There's still there still are ping issues, and there were some players specifically pointing out uh, ping issues, and some even as a spectator, I could kind of see some stuff that was probably due to ping. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, at this point, there's not really another way to resolve it, so they're just having to play through it.
1: Here's what I would do: I would have the same, like bring them into the same building, right? But then put each person in their own individual like cubicle, you know, like mm. a room, like a sealed up kind of thing. Yeah, and have them just play in there. I mean, the ping's got to be pretty good that close, right? I mean, yeah, in the studio it's zero ping. So and then just like have them on headsets talking to each other.
0: Yeah, but this is what they've decided to do. So people
1: are watching some weird shit now. Like, did you know Seth, that the electricians have a sport? Really. I was watching clips of the the uh, like United States Electric Electricians Championships last night. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> it's just guys trying to do electrical shit as fast as possible and as 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 good as possible too.
0: I'll tell you, like I've been like when I've been working from home or whatever, and like even after work, I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams because I now mm-hmm. I have like time to do that now. And I'll tell you, some of these guys, some of these like Twitch streamers, even the ones like the very, very big streamers have like such inflated numbers because of everyone staying home. Like I can imagine. I mean, some even some of the big guys. Like one guy, uh, Summit One G, he's one of the biggest streamers. Over the weekend, he had like sixty thousand viewers on a Saturday night. Damn. Um, and it's just been it's been crazy. Like I'm I'm, I'm looking at the sidebar on Twitch right now, and these people just have crazy viewers because no one's going outside. It's, interesting.
1: it's an, I also saw Extreme Indoor Tag. Yes. I watched some, a little bit of that, Seth. People are out here risking their lives for the game of Tag. Yeah. They are doing some insane parkour bullshit with no protective gear whatsoever. I'm like, man, you miss, you miss this jump you're about to make, and your head is going straight into that fucking lead pipe. I'm not sure if you'll survive.
0: They don't care. It's all for the sport fucking tag. Yeah, dude. it's for the love of the game.
1: I do wonder at what point the the coronavirus starts to impact things like Twitch streamers and in uh, social media influencers and OnlyFans people. Well, how will it affect them? Because they only they, they depend on us having disposable income to give to them. And if we start losing
0: our jobs oh, well, or tightening
1: yeah. our belts, their their whole business model collapses. Yeah, a lot too. of them are
0: gonna make a lot less money. Um but they are seeing they are still seeing more viewers, which as long mm-hmm. as their advertisers are still paying, they will still get money from their ads. Um so yeah, it's 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 an interesting time. And plus like I mean if you're if you're one of these big streamers, like, who has money and you're smart, then you probably have some stored away. So you should oh, just yeah. be living off of that for a while because people aren't gonna be paying you. But if you can produce content throughout this thing and then once we finally get to the other side, people will probably be more than glad to give you fork over some, some money. So I hope that's what some of these people who actually have money are doing.
1: Well let's talk about the other side real quick, Seth. Yeah. What do you think is gonna what do you think's gonna happen? Like a lot of people I have met think that in a week or two they'll all go back to normal. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I don't we'll know about a to week.
1: It's we'll all gonna go back to normal. I I don't think so, but Seth I'd like to hear your thoughts.
0: So, yeah, it's something I was thinking about a lot today. Oh. And, yeah, I don't know because so people like one of the, I mean, maybe not even maybe the most depressing thing about this whole situation is people are losing jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're estimated that 30 percent unemployment might happen, which is more than the Great Depression. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, when you think about the Great Depression, like when you learn about it in school, you're like unemployment must have been like 95 percent, right? I know it was like twenty four point <laughs> eight, like yeah, um, still a lot, but less than thirty, which is what it might hit. And what I'm wondering is, whenever whenever the word comes out, it is a hundred percent, or it is as safe as it as it used to be to just go out onto the street. Um, are these people just going to get their jobs back? Like, are these companies because my my big galaxy brain terrible theory is that this is going to push a lot of companies to ramp up um, very quickly into their um, automation processes mm-hmm. and then just realize that some of these workers don't need jobs anymore or in their eyes don't need jobs anymore. Um, and that's that's one of the scarier parts. Um but, yeah, I, re- I mean, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know. And when do, you, do, when do you get to say, like, okay, everything can go back to normal now? Like, when does that happen?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, after this gets done, because I'm, I think that a lot of people are still in denial about how big it really is. They think that this is not a big deal or whatever or that it's been overblown. And all the numbers we're seeing are saying we are still not even close to this shit um uh, really ge- affecting us. Um, like will people, will, will will big congregations of people, like say a movie theater, is that gonna be a thing? Like after
0: this, okay. like so one of the podcasts I was listening to this week was kind of about that. It was like, um, like movie lovers and moviegoers and normal people in general, are they gonna still be like once they go out? Because like, there's two theories. One theory is that. You know, whatever, let's let's take a big movie like Wonder Woman or Fast and Furious. Let's say Fast and Furious. Let's say the, the weekend or the weekend after, very close to whenever that message comes out. Okay, everyone can go back outside. They're like, all right, we're putting Fast and Furious into theaters. One of two things is going to happen. One, it's going to become like the highest grossing weekend ever because everyone's going to be like, I want to go back to a theater. I want to mm-hmm. go back and I want to experience what life was like. Or people are just not going to go anymore. Or not, I mean, not no one's going to go. I'll be there. But, I mean, it'll be a lot less than normal. And we'll experience maybe a shift. Maybe this shift that I'm talking about where people are releasing movies straight to digital is going to be a more of a reality. Um, And, yeah, that's that's a ve- it's a very interesting idea because, yeah, I don't know how this is going to shift people's things. Because, I mean, thoughts. Because a lot of people who are, you know, in the middle of all this, I mean – weren't alive the last time a real pandemic happened. I mean when was the last real pandemic? Um
1: I mean be nineteen eighteen for sure. Yeah, so, so
0: most of us were not alive then. By far yeah. most of us were not alive. And back and there wasn't and, you know, back in nineteen eighteen we didn't have as much of a system and we hadn't you know, there wasn't there weren't as many people, there wasn't all this development there is today. So Yeah, it's it's weird. And yeah, we've never lived through it before, and yeah, we don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping this opens people's eyes to how fucking ill prepared capitalism and all of our like our government in general is just not prepared for something like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know me, I love theaters. I'm a theater yeah, me too. I love theater experience of a movie, but it feels like even once the pandemic ha- is past, and look, this is this is first of all making the assumption that the world as we know it is going to survive in its current form. Beyond this, which we'll talk about in a minute. I just think that people are going to have an aversion to big gatherings in the future. I think that just, like, the memory of, of this is going to, like... is going to, like, not kill these industries, but severely weaken them. Like, restaurants, movie theaters, malls and shit. Like, malls are already dying because of, you know, Amazon and online retail. Like, I just don't know people are going to be, be down for it anymore after this.
0: Yeah, it's it's... Strange to think about, because like I said, either it's going to be people are scared, people are just going to fucking go back outside. I mean, there are still people who are not scared of this and like are still not practicing any kind of social distancing or quarantining. I mean, I every once in a while, I to have to go to the grocery store to get food. I've had to do it like two times in the past week. There are still people there. There are still cars on the road. I mean, fast food restaurants are still open. I mean, people are still out there. I mean, this stuff is kind of slowly closing here and there and like re- restricting hours, which is killing workers because once again we have no economic safety nets for these people in the time of a crisis which should be you know the as people always say the cost of doing business it should be if a pandemic happens you still have to pay your employees you don't get to get out of it like you have money did
1: germany said that that no one will lose a job over this they'll pay everyone's salary whether they work or not to, to do it like one we are of you're not gonna do that. I
0: know one of my coworkers. Um, his husband uh, runs a uh, Starbucks. He's a manager of a mm-hmm. Starbucks. And there's two types of Starbucks. There's cafe and drive-through. I didn't know there was a difference. But cafes are ones that don't have drive-throughs, just brick and mortar. Other ones do. Starbucks has closed all cafe restaurants for now. Wow, all, all of them. And that's the one that he managed, and. So, the employees there, like, he still gets, like, I think he gets two weeks of pay, and if, it, if this goes past two weeks, he has to use his own sick time, which is also fucked up. But these employees, the regular non-manager employees, they have to all fight for hours at the drive-thru locations, which means now there's not enough hours to spread between these people anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up. It's like, how much fucking money does, what's his name, Howard Schultz or Charles Schultz, what's his name? Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz, whatever. Like, how much money does that motherfucker have? Like, he can pay these employees. This is what happens if you own a business, and especially a successful business. If th- if that's what you do, then you have to pay. Like you should have to pay your employees. It's cr- mm-hmm. it's crazy they can just get away with this.
1: Well, I think if people are paying attention, they're going to learn pretty fast that only two things matter in the economy: labor. And natural resources. Yes, nothing else fucking matters. The executives, the managers, fuck them. We don't need them because they're the ones who don't really produce any value, and the workers do. That's why you're seeing the actual numbers. Of the economy crater is because working people can't go to work.
0: Yeah, and it's not even that they can't go to work. It's just they're getting laid off. I mean,
1: and well, I mean to be fair, in, in terms of like uh, public health, yeah, yeah, they, they shouldn't should be, be, be going to work anymore. Anyway.
0: And, oh, but um, they should still be
1: getting paid, obviously.
0: Yeah, they should still get paid. And then I think another thing, I mean, and this is, I mean, I guess maybe one of the silver linings is that it kind of exposed where a lot of a lot of companies, I mean, your your job included, probably never had an idea of work from home before. Um, mm. But then this shit real quick exposed, yeah, you kind of can work from home. Yeah. Like, if you really need to. And, like, at my job, I've always been, like, I don't do it too much but i have had a policy where i can take a work from home if i need it and it's great like if you have like a a doctor's appointment or something you don't want to miss a whole fucking day or drive to and from just to get back to work Mm -hmm. you could just go to the doctor real quick put in most of your hours for the rest of the day at home and it's like such a great deal and people are realizing now a lot of people can work from home not everyone not factory workers not restaurant workers but a lot of people can work from home yeah and that's one thing that's kind of like exposed some bullshit within a lot of industries and public and private.
1: And we're seeing right now just the utter fucking failure of our government to do anything to solve this problem like the you know the Democrats first of all, see Rand Paul has coronavirus <laughs> He got tested for Dead. coronavirus and then he went back to the goddamn Senate gym and was hanging out with other senators. Wow, what a. What a genius! And so he's been in contact with basically every every Senate Republican recently. So they're all worried now they have it. And so what's happening is that the uh, the Senate Republicans might lose control of the Senate because enough of them might be in quarantine. They lose their majority.
0: Yeah, which
1: will be pretty funny. Not that the Democrats are doing. But anything. and it's,
0: it's also crazy how like I talked about how the shift was between America not taking it seriously to okay everyone stay home. That was pretty fast. And then just last week it was they were they were talking about whatever you want to call it, but basically UBI, sending people checks up to like a 1000 or more dollars during the crisis. And I mean, they were like we are going to send checks tomorrow. Like that's how serious we are. And then just over the past week that has entirely fell apart. Yeah. To where people are still, the people are losing jobs more rapidly, and now there's not even anything close to a, a plan for a safety net or any kind of um, supplemental income. No. I mean, it all fell apart. I mean, Mnuchin was like, we are going to send out checks now. We are about mm. to put the fucking stamps on the fucking envelopes, and then nothing. Yeah.
1: As expected. I think that the Republican bill just got defeated in the Senate. And the Democrats have a new bill out. I'm not going to read all 1,200 pages of the damn thing. Well, thank you. <laughs> but it's pretty good from what I've heard. It's 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 not terrible. Because um, a lot of people are mad that this that the original bill fell through. But come on, y'all. It was literally just two $1,200 checks for two months. That's not. That's nothing. No. You know, that's rent in some places. And so the democratic bill would i think give 2k a month to everybody which would be ve- way better i think yeah. for the duration and also it wants to put it, it still wants to bail out all these corporations which they shouldn't bail them out anyways but whatever yeah, But it's no, going to put restrictions that. on them. like you can't do stock buybacks you can't do corporate you know uh, you can't do executive bonuses you can't fire workers think those kind of strings at minimum should be attached to this kind of deal yeah but here's the thing Neither the Republicans nor the Democrats have been as radical as what Trump has suggested. Trump has suggested that we should, when we bail these companies out, we should get equity in those companies. Which would eventually, essentially mean the government would control a stake in, the, in like, the airlines. Oh, okay, wait, so the government and, gets equity. Yes.
0: I thought you meant that the people get equity, so technically every corporation will be people-owned.
1: I mean, you know, the government is our representative or whatever, ten Yeah. yeah. No one would ever in their right mind suggest that the government get equity in a corporation because that, you want to talk about fucking socialism, like, that's approaching, you know, democratic socialism like you see in the in the Scandinavian states. Yeah,
0: and it's funny because Trump doesn't see it that way. No. Trump is just like, oh, I'm, I'm running the government like a business, I'm a business, I want equity in your business. He doesn't even realize that that's, you know, pretty socialist.
1: Yeah, yeah the government having what would end up being probably a controlling interest in most airline companies would make those essentially government for like government branches yes, like would be uh nationalized airports it would be insane which we should do that
0: to be honest I mean yeah obviously anyways but um, he doesn't think of it that way but yeah um bailouts once again it's it's like I, we talk about this podcast a lot how every once in a while like leftists and libertarians can agree on stuff like we have a lot we have a lot of stuff in common we just can't agree on a lot of important stuff but i'm like i work with this guy who's like i don't he's never said it but i'm pretty sure he's like a hardcore libertarian um and that was the one thing me and him agreed on we were like no don't bail out businesses fuck them i'm like yes please thank you
1: how how are libertarians coping with this crisis that has destroyed their entire ideology
0: well, I don't know because, well, that's that's the whole thing. It's like when it comes to stuff like this, like bailing out businesses is like their biggest worry. Is like don't do it because that's not how you're supposed to do business. But um, yeah, I don't I don't actually know. I do have a, a pretty close friend who's a, a libertarian. I might ask him like what he thinks about all this. He usually has the most insane takes on stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really know. What what, what do you think libertarians are doing right now? I mean, I think that, like, from what I've seen,
1: they don't have an answer. Like, people ask them, like, well, how would you handle the the, the coronavirus crisis? They don't have an answer for that. They'd be like, I guess you just die, like, or or get sick.
0: That's kind of the conservative outlook about anything, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Trump has now been endorsing this idea of get everyone back to work next week. Yeah. He's like, stop shutting things down because they're like, oh, my God, if we keep doing this, the the, the cure is worse than the, than the disease. You know, if we do this, we'll kill capitalism. Oh, no, please. No, not capitalism. Anything but that. But it's just so stupid that they're like, oh, yeah, get everybody back to work because fuck it. If millions of people die from the disease, capitalism has to keep running. Yeah, we got to We got to keep on going. And I'm just like, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Gentler this time. This is the time. This is our moment. This is the this is the this is the pivotal tipping point, dude. The fucking the head of Columbia Surgery quoted Vladimir Lenin in a recent letter he wrote. Really? Like he did the whole thing where there are decades with nothing happens and weeks where decades happen. And it's fucking true. We're living in a week where so many things have happened. Like, this podcast, I wanted to do another one last week because in the three days to us recording it and putting it up, so much has So much changed.
0: That I've already forgotten half the shit that happened. I know. I was, I was, last week I was like, I mean, I was literally just so bummed by everything I could not record. But I had to think, I was like, oh yeah, we could talk about this, 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 and this. I was like, I'll remember all this next week for sure. What else could happen? And, and it's
1: been replaced by other crazy shit. a million shits. other things. Like here's one small thing. This is not coronavirus related, but did you see what happened to that guy in Florida, Andrew Gillum, who who ran for governor and lost? No. This last, or sorry, did he run for governor or senator? I don't remember. He was in in the big 2018 election. Yeah. He barely, he just very nearly ate shit. They found his ass in a fucking uh, hotel room uh, after like a
0: gay meth orgy. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't hear about this guy. It's crazy. It was like one of them was like the most notorious male escort like all of Florida, apparently. And then there was, like, ecstasy and crystal meth everywhere. I've seen, like, the pictures
1: from the crime scene or whatever, and it's like, I'm not sure if I believe it. Because the drugs are just arranged too neatly on the floor. It, yeah. It's like the Dave Chappelle thing about sprinkle some crack on him. Like, it seems too neat to me. Like, I don't, I'm not sure I buy this story.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not sure who you would have pissed off. It's, um, that is strange. It's one of those things
1: where it's just like, I'm suspicious because it seems like this is all wrapped up too neatly with a bow for us. Like, we got a politician, he's caught with, you know, a gay guy, there's meth everywhere. It seems like that's too, that, that all just sort of wraps itself up too nicely with a bow on it for my taste. I can't, I don't buy that yet. Was Maybe it was true. I, know. Know. I mean, he, I think he presents himself as straight and
0: What I'm saying, like, was he, Democrat. like, against, like... Because that's how it always is. It's always like the senator who voted against gay marriage was found with 18 male hookers and one porta potty and it's like, oh, wow, what? No, I don't believe that. I don't believe so. Okay. Because that's always, because that makes the story, like, kind of interesting. If it's just some guy who's with a bunch of male hookers and crystal meth, I don't, that could be any guy. I don't care.
1: That's true. He's only not early because he's a politician or exactly. whatever.
0: And he's from Florida. Yeah. Is that, that's like a regular Saturday night in Florida. Yeah. <laughs>
1: To be fair, if you were to just go into a random hotel room in Florida on a Saturday night, you'd probably encounter something right. like that pretty quickly. It would just naturally happen. In fact, no one's even sure how they got there or what they're doing. They just do it because it's Florida. It's a, it's a land of, of weird, mystical energies. Um, so yeah, man, coronavirus is really sort of just like changing the face of the world. There's people who are already saying capitalism is dead because of this. Yeah, Like, like it's over. There's a, a Australian finance uh, like firm that was saying like the world is about to transform into something closer to communism because this is capitalism's about to die because of this. Which I'm I'd be down for that, but at the same time, I also don't think that I don't think that they're using the word communism right. First of all, yeah, but I also think that if it did because of this, like we need to have some more steps in between us and socialism, right? Like. We can't just change because a disease came along. Yeah. Because we just put the people who are in power, like, oh, we just we just put more people in power who are bad, or whatever. Oh, dude, how about Joe Biden disappearing for a week in the middle of a pandemic?
0: Yeah, I thought he had coronavirus. And he might he still record. have it. Did you watch the thing he recorded today? I did not watch it, but I've, heard, I've read so much about it that I feel like I know what happened. He was in front of a green screen. First of all, it's very much green screened.
1: Hey, unless Joe Biden is somehow four feet tall or he lives in a place where the, where the books are two feet tall,
0: that's a fucking green screen. That The scaling is awful. Yeah, it's it's really bad. He, he didn't stand close enough to the camera. They didn't move the camera far back enough. It's just, it, it's really bad.
1: And you were talking about, like, streaming before? Their 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 excuse before was they can't they couldn't stream because his house has ceilings that are too low, and the lighting would look bad. Yeah, that problem's never been solved before. <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, it's really technically difficult to set up these streams. We're not sure how we're gonna do it." And Bernie Sanders is fucking streaming every single day.
0: I'll tell you, Bernie Sanders he is like, I mean, once he's done being president or senator or whatever he's gonna end up being, he can be a Twitch streamer. He streams a lot. <laughs> He does. Imagine him and, like, what's that guy's name? Hassan, like, sleeping together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, to I'd shit. watch that. I'd watch that for sure. Um. So, yeah, Joe Biden disappeared. Pretty sure they're doing a weekend at the Bernie's thing with his body right now.
0: Which I'm it, not sure I believe it. Weekend at Biden's. Oh, there we because go. Because a weekend at Bernie's is full of streaming.
1: True, true. Although, what if, dude, what about this? What if it's a deep fake?
0: That's another idea. Real quick, while we're talking about Bernie and like social media and stuff. Do you get texts from the Bernie campaign? I do. Are they targeted in any way in a, a weird specific demographic? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean, stuff. I get texts in the Bernie campaign. I got I got one text in the Bernie campaign about canvassing and getting stickers and stuff. I talked to the guy for a little bit. It's like cool. But ever since then, I get one. I get a text every like two weeks or so, targeted specifically at veterans. What? Which I am not, and I have never what? filled out any kind of form saying I'm a veteran. I don't have any stolen valor on my my report card. Damn, Seth, you're a veteran. But now. they're always huh. like, "Oh, we're doing a we're doing a a WebEx, like a, a online meetup for Bernie, like veterans for Bernie," and I get these so often.
1: That's. I'm confused as to why they think you're a veteran.
0: That's yeah, weird. me too. I'm I'm very very confused by this, but I I get them very very often, and I'm just like, wow, this is interesting. I don't I don't know what what checkbox I filled out in some Bernie questionnaire that said veteran, but I guess I did it wrong.
1: I get some gen, like generic sort of like text in the Bernie campaign, like time, but mostly it's about coronavirus right now. Yeah, of course it should be. Um, that's weird, dude. I'm just like. First of all, it's surprising that they're, they're that targeted. That's really weird. Yeah.
0: Veterans for Bernie. I mean, hey, good job. Good on the veterans for Bernie, but I'm, I'm not, not oh, one of sure. them. I'm
1: sorry. Hell yeah.
0: So, since so the turn away, uh, we could
1: talk for hours and hours what's happening in the world right now. Yeah. Um, but let's retreat. Let's go inwards for a second. Yeah. I want to talk to you about something you told me about earlier, which is that something has come to dominate your home
0: recently. Yeah. A new
1: product that you wanted, I, I wanted to hear more about from you.
0: So, I don't know why, but I I didn't immediately buy Animal Crossing New Horizons. I love the Animal Crossing games, and for some reason I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll wait on this one. But then it blew up. Internet's like, alright, you gotta have this game. This game's great. It's so cute. I'm like, okay, I'll play it. I got it. And I started playing it, I bought it on my Switch, and then I started playing it, and then my wife was there. And she just thought that it was the cutest thing ever. So then she had to go buy it. So then within about 20 minutes, we both had the game. And now it is, it's like all we do. Like whenever, like when we're both working from home right now and during our breaks or anything, you just hear super peaceful, calming Animal Crossing music. And we were both like, you know, doing the, the millennial dream of owning your own house and being able to pay off a loan and just pulling up weeds and gardening and going outside and talking to people, which is something we yeah. can't do right now. Um So yeah, it's 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 a really nice especially like weirdly that it came out I mean it would have been a great game anyway, but the weirdly that it came out right at this moment in time. In a time where we can't do a lot of the stuff you can do. And like another cool feature of the game is if you have friends on the Switch you can go to their island and hang out. And it's like another thing you can't do right now because you can't go hang out with your friends. So you just go to their island and just all have like a fake little picnic or go on like a walk together and just talk on Discord or something. And it's like such a cute thing to do. And it's like it's so fucking refreshing right now. And I was I, I've, I've had so much fun with it. And it's it's such a cool game. And I think Animal Crossing games pretty much always deliver.
1: So the of coronavirus is a plot by Tom Nook.
0: What if it is a crime? How do you know about Time Nook? Um, I played the original. Was, what I'm you, talking you do, about You do play the original. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it is weird how well-timed that specific game is for um, the quarantine. Oh, also, don't you think that the Cyberpunk guys are kicking themselves right now? Oh, man. Because their original release date was, like, basically going to be the height of Corona. Mm-hmm. And, man, people would have been grinding even harder than they're going to when the game actually comes out um
1: yeah i want to make a prediction here seth real quick okay cyberpunk 2077 is never coming out really ps5 is never coming out really the next box never coming out really vampire the masquerade 2 never gonna see the light of day okay
0: you have to start explaining
1: because the world is not gonna it, the world's gonna make it to that point we're not gonna die don't be wrong we're not gonna this is not fucking the stand or something like that but i think that by the time those things would have come out the world's gonna look so radically different that we're not like video games are not gonna be a thing that we're gonna be worried about at that point in time anymore
0: i think you are very wrong
1: we'll see man i mean we're, we'll see we're if, right
0: now we're talking about how video games are kind of our escape from all this we're, it's not like we're gonna just forget about them when this is over
1: no, but I mean one that, one that came out, but they're, like, like New York is saying that they're, they're expecting a shelter in place for four to nine months at minimum. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to change the world, though. Like, right, that's, like, everything we think is going to be happening pretty soon is going to be, like, at least pushed back for a while. And I just don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to get back on the coronavirus stuff, but you brought up Cyberpunk 2077, and I was just,
0: like, waited all that time for a game that'll probably now never come out. <laughs> Like okay, I think I don't know. I think you're insane to think this up. Like, the thing, the this fucking shit we need for society to keep running is fucking entertainment. I, mean, I agree. And video games are the currently and d- during this this crisis are the only one we still have. Like, I mean, you can still watch movies and like TV shows that are like already out and stuff. But people are playing. Al- I mean, Steam saw its biggest amount of users ever the other day—20
1: right. million concurrent online users. We're still early in the crisis, I guess. Uh, so, what are you saying? What are you saying
0: that. is going to change? Is what I want to know.
1: I think that in the future, the entertainment will be watching old Fast and Furious movies on a projector powered by a solar panel you know, onto, onto a wall of an abandoned building. Like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the future of entertainment for a while, not forever. Do you really think Corona's going to get that bad? I I think that if if we really, if if the Federal Reserve is right, and we see a 50% drop in GDP in quarter two of 2020, the United States of America will cease to exist because we will be having a revolution. <laughs> and It will get real,
0: real weird. Okay, I'll agree on that. But I do think that, I do think that we're gonna, we're still gonna need our video games and our, our stuff to happen. Maybe the stuff. I mean, like I said, I don't think. I, I joked about Cyberpunk, but I'm sure Cyberpunk is gonna get delayed. I'm, I mean, obviously, all that the fucking. I was surprised they even still did the PS5 announcement. I'm like, who gives a fuck right now?
1: That was a really weird presentation to begin with because how it was done. It was all technical
0: specs for some reason. It was all technical specs, and it was done by. I mean, a man whose name might be Technical Specs, like. <laughs> he was so dry and boring i turned it off i watched it for about three minutes before i was like i don't first of all i don't give a shit about this i'm done with consoles i'm probably pc only from now on and i I just this guy's so boring
1: yeah he i think it's like this is his like passion project but he has the personality of wet cardboard like he just could not carry a presentation so that was weird but I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, being and being too uh, not fatalistic. Again, I think the world's going to get better when this is all over. I think we're gonna we're gonna get a better world on the other side of this. Yeah. I just I just think that a lot of things we thought were coming in the near term are either going to be pushed back for a, a while, or they're going to be like not a thing until someone someone like cuts their way through the the doors of the uh of the uh what's the place called cd project red or whatever <laughs> uh busted the windows in and gets the the, the source code yeah. for uh cyber 27 finishes the game and finishes it <laughs> can you imagine dude like what that looks like in the future where like people are like going on like safaris into abandoned urban centers to find video games that never came out and finish them yeah
0: yeah I still don't think it's gonna get to this point,
1: but I'm very what? interested in your take on all this. I just, I we'll see, man. You know what though is interesting as well. Um, so you're getting, you got Animal Crossing. That's what you're getting into. Yep. And I talked to you about it earlier, but I kind of broke down and did it anyways. I'm currently downloading Doom Eternal. Nice. Uh, which is the other game that's come out uh, recently. And did you see by the way that they had like a cross promotion thing yes, going on? Yes, they of? did. It
0: was very cute. The
1: unofficial, like, Doom guy. Yeah. Uh, and Isabella, I believe was a character's name. Yeah. That was pretty... Yeah, I always thought that was a cute little thing. Yeah, uh, that's nice. Thing, cause, like, two games on the opposite end of, like, aesthetics of and theme. But they made it work. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. It was it was a cute little thing. I'm excited to play that. I love Doom 2016, which is a fucking a game that just rules. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get into that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how that is. But, something I actually have experience with, and you have too,
0: um, we both watched The Invisible Man. A movie that would, for all reasons, still be in theaters right now, but was released early um, because people will not go to theaters and they want people to watch it.
1: Yep. And they were right to do so because it was a fantastic fucking film. It
0: is, I mean, once again, the the film industry, the, the, the movie world has been cut short by Corona this year. But it was, I mean, weirdly the best movie I've seen this year, or best yeah, movie yeah. I've seen this year from 2020. Um, it w- it was fantastic. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I saw the trailer and it was kind of the same thing. This movie isn't as good as Get Out, but it was kind of the same thing as Get Out. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, that's probably going to be really interesting. But, you know, not like a really great movie. Mm-hmm. And then both of them kind of just blew me away. I was like, wow, I mean, The Invisible Man is a really, really great movie.
1: I would say that on a purely technical level, and from like a thematic, like screenplay and all that, al- almost a perfect film. Like, very few flaws I could identify. And watching it a second time, I saw a lot of stuff that I hadn't noticed before that, came- that was very important later on. It's, it, basically, if something appears on screen in that film, it becomes important at another time.
0: Mm, that's yeah, really I, have, I know a couple of examples of that, but I'm, I'm sure if I watched it again, I would, I would get a few more.
1: That's a sign of a well-made film. I'm glad you told me about it because, I mean, just, like, the fact that they made it for so little money, and it's that great of a movie, just, like, a perfectly paced, suspenseful, you know, horror-ish movie, loved it. Perfect. And yeah. also, the fact that the, the, the main villain is invisible is a really good way to save on money.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to save money, and it, it kind of makes you flex your chops on how you can do sound and lighting and actually present something on screen and you know, visually, like some of the other things have changed. You know, and it's cool, and it's got a great performance by Elizabeth Moss. um Really great as the the main actress. um Too bad about the Scientology thing. And yeah, I mean, if you're if you're sitting at home and quarantined, and you're not quite at the Fast and Furious projected onto a wall part yet, <laughs> then uh, check out the Invisible Man. It's it's a really really fucking impressive movie. It is. Yeah. I mean. In case you haven't seen the trailer, it is a horror movie. So if you're the type of person who has an aversion to horror, maybe don't watch it. But if you're cool with it, then check it out for sure. Yeah,
1: I think uh, Elizabeth Moss, like you said, too bad she's a cultist, but she's a fantastic fucking
0: actress. I did see a review on Letterboxd for Invisible Man that was like, I think I'm going to convert to Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got her, you got Tom Cruise, you got, uh...
1: Isn't Will Smith rumored to be a Scientologist or involved yeah, I in think some way? I
0: don't think he's confirmed... Uh, Travolta left, so you don't have to deal with Travolta. Interesting. I don't know, you could leave. Yeah, there's a few. He was one of the only ones, one of the only high high profile guys who actually got out. Um, Dude, what are they doing in coronavirus? I wonder. Yeah, I mean, because it was like right, like, I don't want to say before corona, because corona's been going on since December, but a couple weeks before it really hit America, you know, there was this big thing where there was some group that was going around projecting Scientology sucks, like projecting sucks onto all their churches. Mm -hmm. Um... So, I don't know, I guess Corona kind of cut, cut that down, but I don't know, Pe- people are having a big, we hate Scientology movement, which has been happening ever since, I mean, what the fucking early 90s, ni- or like late 90s. Uh,
1: the first I saw it was when 4chan got on that front.
0: Oh yeah, you were a 4chan guy. See, I was too old, I mean, I was too young to be on 4chan.
1: Yeah, I was on 4chan and they were like, fuck Scientology, and I was like, like, I thought Scientology was just a weird church. Yeah. Like, just some dummies. I started reading up on the shit they've done, like, the actual factual crimes they've committed. Yeah, that's the thing. At and first, like, I
0: was just like, oh, Scientology is a bunch of idiots with money who just, you know, want to shit and talk about aliens. I did not realize they, like, have had slave camps before.
1: And murdered people at sea.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done crazy, like, Kevin Spacey-level shit. I mean, I guess Kevin Spacey does Scientology-level shit. Was he a Scientology. I don't know.
1: I don't think so. Their current leader's wife has not been seen in public for years. Yeah,
0: And it's totally normal. They're just like, oh, yeah, she she's she's just, just doesn't like public eye. What are you talking about?
1: No, she's she's, she's definitely not dead. Yeah.
0: Also, our leader, totally ch- cool guy, doesn't know anything about Epstein, any of that stuff. Nobody in Scientology had anything to do with the Epstein stuff.
1: I, I always look at, like, the uh, the, like, the Scientologists, you know, that, that weird, the weird, sort of, like, design they use, they're, like, futuristic shit they, they, they try to put on stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that old show, do you remember Sequest DSV? Yes.
0: It reminds me of the shit on that show for some reason. It, like It kind of does. Deep, deep ref, by the way, but oh, yeah, man. it works. Dude, I was thinking about Sequest the other day, I was thinking about Earth 2, remember that? Earth 2, yep.
1: <laughs> Just the weirdest 90s shows no one fucking remembers anymore? Xavier
0: Renegade Angel... Um, Oh
1: god, yeah. A Show
0: made entirely in Maya by like one guy, I think. That was a really weird show. Um,
1: what happened? There was another one that I I, there was like they they tried to do a a Lost in Space reboot that only had one episode. They did the pilot and they never came back.
0: Really? Well, now they do it on Netflix, so I guess it makes sense. But oh yeah, yeah.
1: I watched like the 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 first season of that. It was all right. I watched the
0: first episode and I was like, this is bad. But I've, really? heard, I've heard people say that it gets better throughout the first season. Like, my wife really likes it, and I guess you enjoyed it. Um, so maybe it was just a bad first episode to me, but I was just like, this is really bad. Maybe I'll go back it. First step is rough. I'm in quarantine, so maybe I'll just go back and fucking watch that show. Who cares? It's getting a third season, so might as well.
1: There is one weird problem with the show, which is that too much stuff is happening all
0: the time. That's the one thing. I was like, I mean, not that I'm, I mind a show moving quickly, because, you know, a lot of, like... Even, like, really good shows can move pretty slow sometimes, but I was like, this is too much for a first episode. Like, yeah. you did way too much.
1: Like, they, there's a problem, and they go to solve the problem, and it creates three new problems to solve.
0: Yes, and they solve each one, they're... like, so quickly while creating yeah. others. It's it's strange.
1: It's it's definitely a jarring experience, uh, so I gotta watch more of it, I guess, at some yeah. point. Like you said, I'm like, we're in quarantine, why not? This is the time. Yeah, I know. Um...
0: Whatever happened? Like, why do why does nobody give a shit about Epstein anymore?
1: Like, I mean, even before well, Corona,
0: we stopped caring. I was like, why? Why is David Blaine still out here doing magic tricks?
1: I think we've just been so abused that we just like don't care anymore. Yeah, why are,
0: why are why is Hillary Clinton getting an, a documentary made about her? Like, why is Bill Clinton still being seen in this like this light, almost Joe Biden esque light of like, you know, yeah, Yo, he's just a fun guy. Like what? What the fuck? Why are we still doing this? I don't know. It's weird to me. Like, very strange.
1: Um, yeah. It's just one of those things where people. Like, first of all, when it, the fact that we didn't immediately like burn down that, like, invade that prison to find out what had happened goes, it just just tells you immediately how. Yeah, they were never going to do anything. Yeah, just how fucked we are as a, as a society. But also now it's been so long, and just like. Everybody knows they killed him. We all know that he got murdered by fucking by other rich
0: people. But what are you going to do about it? They're laughing at you.
1: You know. What's, yeah.
0: And now I guess with Corona, we're just going to forget about it entirely. No, we're going to kill the rich people. It's, it's I right. mean, yeah, eventually. Gonna, but that won't be. It won't be just because of Epstein. It won't be. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. And for, also, terrible.
1: just to do, we're not
0: here to avenge Epstein. We're we're here to. Uh, oh wait, that's we're not, not up. Uh, okay, I gotta put away some t-shirts that I have. <laughs> So I thought we were gonna we were gonna do a new thing where Epstein was the good guy and
1: oh that's that's the that's the, the, yeah, the plan that's
0: the new play is they treated him badly.
1: I did see a really great thing in the Division Two last night. I was uh, I was playing. I was pressed up against the wall, reloading, mm-hmm. and I saw a piece of graffiti above me on the wall, and it said, "Fuck justice, we want revenge."
0: Aptly included the hashtag PS4 share in there.
1: Oh, right, I did uh, share it on, on the PlayStation. I mean, you can't get rid of it. Yeah, you can't, can't get really rid of that hashtag. hashtag. So
0: even here, you can have a image from Division 2 that's like, corporations suck and we will never promote them. Hashtag PS4 share. Yeah.
1: I wonder something weird, by the way. Tell me. So today, Joe Biden was apparently talking to donors here in Georgia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said that his... Vice president nominee would have to be prepared to step immediately into the presidential position. Really? Which I think is him signaling that he is going to nominate uh, somebody and then step down immediately. Yeah, and I mean. become president.
0: That's been kind of the, the running theory right now.
1: Dude, real quick, just prepare yourself for what I'm about to say.
0: hmm
1: What if, what if,
0: is Hillary Clinton... I don't know. I don't know if he'll do that. I feel I think it's going to be like Amy Klobuchar or I mean, I'm I still can't get get over when he said that he'd be fine with having a Republican as his vice president. Which means we might have President Mitt Romney or he wouldn't he wouldn't oh win, God. but um I mean, are we even going to have an election at this point? Like what's
1: happening? Dude, it's so funny. In two weeks, I have gone from thinking the election was everything to being like, what fucking election? Who gives a shit? Yeah, I
0: literally I saw a, a tweet that was like, oh, Bolivia is moving its primary. I'm like, what the fuck is a primary? Yeah. Like, what? It's like, do you think a,
1: uh, an election matters at this point? Like, I'm not even sure I do anymore. Can Can President Joe Biden solve this problem? Fuck uh, Yeah, no. we don't
0: have... As far as who the front runners are, which once again, I mean, if this stuff keeps going on, Bernie Sanders still has a chance. But mm-hmm. like as far as who the two like foregone conclusions are right now, not that they' is gonna make this better, so I don't really care at this point. Oh ho- well, Biden's already saying we, we can we get rid of him to make
1: more he wants to make more appearances, and he doesn't want to be political.
0: Uh Well he said he's, he's in a, video games and they're not political either, so you know he's like He he's
1: said he doesn't out. want to attack Donald Trump instead he wants to push him to do the right thing
0: so he's he doesn't he doesn't care about being president no which is the, another was, thing about his campaign like almost any of the other options no matter how bad they are at least i felt like they wanted to be president in some way mm-hmm. joe biden just kind of feels like he's there he was just there to stop bernie that's it yeah it's just like hey i'm here and i'm like Could you guys not choose somebody else, like, somebody with some passion to be your let's stop Bernie guy? Like, I mean, I mean, Pete, like, Butchug was all fake passion, and I mean, I guess Warren would be your only bet, like, if you could push Warren high enough as a person who, like, I guess wanted to be president, but I don't know. It's just so weird watching the man. I'm just like, I don't understand... The average person, I guess, like, people who just vote for Joe Biden. Like I just guess I just don't understand them because I see the two of these guys talk, and I'm like, one of these guys clearly has ideas and wants this position, and the other guy is just kind of here.
1: I'll tell you one thing right now, brother. Fucking Amy Klobuchar wanted to be president.
0: That's true, and if he chooses her and steps down, she might
1: be. And she would. I'm going to tell you something, so She would be a terrible president. Absolutely awful. But she would be a fucking president. That's true. Like, That's true. She would put your fucking nuts in a vice and crush them for fun. Like she's not pussyfooting around out here. She would be a goddamn uh, an iron. Like she'd be like fucking Stalin, but without any you know ideology. It'd be terrible to work for her. Or basically, be under her in any situation. Her husband has coronavirus, by the way. You say her husband is coronavirus? Sorry, yes. Her husband is coronavirus. <laughs> she married the coronavirus. It's been confirmed now that his, the mask has fallen off. Oh, man. Her husband is coronavirus. Well,
0: her his, his name was
1: COVID nineteen. She did marry the guy from that game prototype, and it turns oh, out he was okay. the coronavirus. He all was the long prototype. Long. That's. Do you great. remember that game? Itself? Do you ever play
0: prototype? Yeah, I play, I play prototype one.
1: Do you remember the plot twist in that in that game? No. Where it turns out that the character you're playing as is the scientist who released the virus that destroyed New York City. Is that true? Yes, but he's not actually that guy. He is a sentient pile of virus that took on that guy's appearance and mind. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. And the best part is, the guy you're playing as, the virus man, is like, I'm better than the guy who released the virus. That dude sucked. Like, look what he did. He made me.
0: Yeah, that's, um... I totally missed that. I, mean, I played that game on um, a TV where you couldn't read any of the text on the screen, and everything was like ten shades redder. So yeah. I kind of just went around and thought shit. I, w- I wasn't able to pay attention to the story too much. You played that
1: like on a 720p TV, didn't
0: you? No, I played that one on a CRT.
1: Oh shit, you're
0: right. Yeah, back when the PS3 had those like converters and stuff, I played it on a CRT right, right before. it was It was the game that convinced me to like... Save up whatever money I had to get a 720p TV.
1: God, I remember CRTs, man.
0: Man, big behemoths,
1: like a 200-pound television. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just the size of the size and shape of just like straight up a box. That's it.
0: Yeah, and so heavy. Dude, think about
1: the original set top. not set top. What are they called? Like the, the wooden televisions yeah, of, like forever the tubes. ago. Tubes. Good lord, man.
0: And they were like, they were a piece of furniture. They were, they were nothing, they were the, a whole unit.
1: Yeah. It's really weird God, how, uh, have how TVs have changed, like, their role, basically. Yeah. I think now everyone wants to wall mount their shit, right? Like, that's the big, big trend now. God, is wall I would, mount I would love
0: to if I didn't live in a fucking apartment, which I'm gonna live in for the rest of my fucking life, so why does it matter?
1: Seth, listen, look on the bright side. In the start of a year, you'll own that apartment because you will be the warlord yeah, who controls that, that a, apartment a loin block. Yeah, have a loincloth
0: with the teeth of my landlord on it.
1: <laughs> you can just have a bloody, uh, like, lead pipe in one hand. Exactly. Just, like, <laughs> ruling over your apartment block. No, it will not get that bad. I think what will happen instead is you'll be part of a union of, of, of renters who have risen up and collectively each taken one tooth from the landlord. And now control. Well, I don't think I can deal
0: with a whole set of teeth anyway. What are you gonna do with them all? Yeah, I'd like to share them with my buddies. So. <laughs> it's like those people who
1: like talk about like collecting ears in war. I'm like, one ear is too many already, I think.
0: Yeah, that that's a lot of ear.
1: Where are you gonna put it? Like, ears are not just like something you can just like put in your pocket.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was in the there's this book I read in high school where there's this girl, I don't know, I guess she like was, like, a medic in the war or whatever, in, like, Vietnam. And then she, like, gets caught up with the Viet Cong and then, like, b- becomes, like, part of their ideology or whatever. Mm. And she starts, like, collecting the tongues of people they kill. And I'm like, that just sounds like so much work to preserve a tongue. Yeah. And keep it. It's something you're going to use.
1: I've been there before. Couldn't be a murderer. Couldn't be a psychopath. Too much work. Yeah, so Not... many
0: things out there that are just, like... It's like, this guy, he waited outside of somebody's house for 17 hours just so he could strangle and rape them. And I'm like, how? What do you have that much time? Like, what is... it? you have
1: work? Is the sure? wrong, exactly.
0: Dude. I hear about some of the stuff. Like, sometimes, like, if I have a day off or I go to the, like, a doctor or something and I'm like, I have to, like, run by, like, Walmart or something. I'm at Walmart at, like, 1030 on a Tuesday and there's... It's full of people. I'm like, yeah. where, where? How? How? How do you... I've never had this deal before.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, where are all these people coming so, from? Yeah. And How are they here? They might all you? be You're psychopathic them,
0: serial killers. I don't know. <laughs> they seem to have all the time.
1: It's like, I remember this one time where I was... I took a day off of work. but I mean, It was like a weird day, like a Wednesday or some shit. And I went to go see a movie. I can't remember what fucking movie it was. I was alone. It was like an action film of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been... It might have been... Uh, what was it called? Uh, Crank Two, I think, or something like that. Sure, sure. Or the Transporter. It had Jason Statham in it. had Jason in I believe. Okay. It was Wednesday, and like the the theater had just opened at like one thirty p.m. and it was like not the summertime, right? And there were thirty five people in the theater with me, and I was like, "What are you all doing here right now?" The weirdest thing is that you counted them individually. I think maybe that kind of freaked them out. I sat in the very back. I like the back, right? Yeah. And I was sitting there very loudly, going one, one two, two, hey, hold three, <laughs> four, <laughs> and just like it boggled my mind. I was like, I know why I'm not here. Are you all also playing hooky from work yeah, today? What's like, happening? What is? Oh, okay.
0: A second ago, you said you took a day off, and now you're playing hooky.
1: I mean, I think I used a sick day oh. and didn't go to the doctor. Oh, so you lied to your employer interesting oh uh, which is a good thing and cool yeah, thing to yeah, do yeah, it's awesome artist. it's like the
0: coolest shit ever
1: and, I, and I, of course i did yeah. it to go see a jason Statham movie so yeah that's pretty cool better. To do. <laughs> oh man did you know that he's like old <laughs> yeah he's got some age on him he's like he's like 50 or something like that yeah because people were talking about uh what was it called fast and furious Hobbs and shaw uh-huh where has him and Vanessa Kirby as brother and sister? And people were like, "She's like thirty, and he's fifty. What are you talking
0: about right now?" Well, she doesn't look fifty. Though. He doesn't look fifty. I don't think that's like crazy age difference. I've seen that. I guess I've seen that before. But yeah, that is that's still kind of weird. I guess. I mean,
1: she. I mean, I, I don't know. She and him do not look like they're that separated in age. I yeah, could no. be wrong. I mean, but that's kind of what you know, money and fame do for you. True. Holy god, she's the same age as me. She's 31 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow, you dude, you're doing real bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god. <laughs> <laughs> that is rough. I'm gonna die in like three years. Are you can't. Yeah, compare to me compared yeah, to her.
0: Absolutely dead.
1: <laughs> Holy shit, I'm not even gonna do Jason Statham numbers. <laughs> so that's depressing. I gotta close this tab. Yeah, don't you hate when you find that out? Dude, you're, you're going to be there soon where you're, you're going to find people who are younger than
0: you. Well, no, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, since I pay attention to, like, eSports and stuff, I mean, you see people... I mean, the kid who won the Fortnite World Cup is 16 years old, and he won $3 million. Oh, my God, what the fuck? 16? And he was 16. No, Fortnite is the youngest eSport. Like, I was watching this. There, I am 100% sure some of those kids are 13 and 14 years old. Are they legally allowed to compete? I don't know what the rules are for Fortnite, I guess since it's not, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there are some kids out there, um, I know some teams have this, like, they have, like, their Fortnite team, and then they have, like, their junior team, so maybe you're allowed if you have, like, a junior team, even though the junior team is the one that places higher because they, they're the kids, mm-hmm. but some of these kids are so fucking young, and I'm like, god damn, I wasn't doing shit when I was 13 he's <laughs> just sitting in, in
1: fucking middle school or some exactly. shit i was
0: at school i wasn't playing fortnite professionally
1: video games are a young man's game to be honest they really are you gotta be they're younger and younger every fucking year unless you're playing like a strategy game and no one wants to watch
0: you play, anyone play that so yeah except i guess like starcraft but that's kind of died recently
1: yeah i would think that when i say strategy game i was thinking more like turn-based so like XCom. Yeah, and nobody wants to watch people play that competitively. You'd be surprised. But
0: wait, there is Indoor Tag. There's Indoor Tag. There is Farming Simulator League. Wait, how does that even work? I have no idea. I literally just discovered it today, and I didn't watch like a whole match because I don't understand what the scoring system is. But it's a thing. There are professional Farming Simulator players. Um, that is interesting. I'd so, love to see how that works. I'm sure XCOM could have a scene, or like some game like that could have a scene. It wouldn't be like the biggest game ever, but it would it would have its own little moment. Yeah, I can see. Okay, maybe so.
1: Maybe so. Try to picture someone playing like Dominion's three in front of an arena that's just waiting for you to make like troop orders and like equipping your champion with different yeah. bits of gear.
0: I mean, that's kind of like imagine like what what chess is like.
1: Just oh, yeah, Marcus ones. isn't playing that game that, what's it called, the Riot Battle Chess or whatever it is, oh, or TFT or something like that? Yeah, he was telling me about that. Not, have you played that? Um, no, I have not played it. It sounds interesting, the way, I got, we got a game on the podcast to talk about it, but.
0: Yeah, we have to get this, our other host on the podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. If we keep doing this, we got, we got to start bringing out some guests. We got to find some just randos okay, I'll call Ben, don't us. worry.
0: <laughs> I'll get Ben on here. I would
1: love to know what uh, Ben thinks about the current climate of the world and also
0: Animal Crossing. Well, it's funny because Ben is in between the two of us. He's playing Animal Crossing and Doom. Oh shit! So yeah, damn, he's, he's double dipping. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, his you know, you guys work for a very similar employer, so you know, he's got no, no, nothing to do right now.
1: You can almost say you work for the same employer, yeah. uh, but we just have very different, different jobs. Positions. Yeah, I would love to know what's going on his side of the his side of the fence. Nothing. Oh man, so Seth, they got you working from home still?
0: Yeah, still, man. I mean, I'm Jesus fine with Christ. It. I, mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they just closed schools in North Carolina till May fifteenth. Damn. Um, that's kind of how you can tell when people are gonna be in or out of the office because a lot of people who like are higher ups, you know, have kids and shit, and if their kids aren't in school, then they're not gonna be at work. Mm-hmm. Um, except for summer, I guess. But yeah, so we'll see. I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be crazy. Imagine having a kid right now. I know we're just at the fucking beginning too.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be best. To, I think it'd be best if you're gonna have a kid to wait until this thing really gets kicked off, and then you can have a kid who will just grow up adapted to the post-apocalyptic wasteland and just knows how to survive.
0: Yeah,
1: off, off the off of off of the from the jump. I yeah. say this. I say this all, and I'm just saying. Throughout history, I don't think the world we'll turned to Mad Max. Throughout history, in times of crisis, generally speaking, humans have come together to help each other. Uh, the way that most people have survived, like disasters, like pandemics or natural, like volcanoes and floods and you know stuff like that, earthquakes, is through the, the cooperation and kindness of other human beings. And so I think that no matter how bad things get, we are going to get through this while working together. Yes. I don't think there will be shooting at random bands of you know skull-wearing raiders on the street. It's going to be a slower, probably more boring, just effort to like keep the basic infrastructure we have around going and getting through the collapse of capitalism. But I do not think it will ever devolve into barbarism in the streets where we're like murdering each other. I think instead... People will come together. There will be some people who won't, but I think in in general, people are social creatures who will help one another. Yeah, I agree. Any thoughts? Any thoughts, Seth?
0: No, I agree. I think that um, I don't know. I do think that in the end, no matter how much changes or who ends up on top, if that's what you want to say, I do think it'll be a little more civil than we make jokes about i do think it will be a little bit more organized and civil than all of that um but yeah i don't know things for for all we know next week we might be like oh no this is gonna become barbarism so we'll see
1: yeah yeah things are definitely gonna evolve in in some weird ways oh man well i think we kind of covered most of the stuff what do you think yeah i think we're good all right man well what else to say then? This has been the Illinials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me
0: on Twitter at mcsurf. Uh, I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Illenial Seth and on Letterboxd at Knazeras K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S um, Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they're both from the south. They talk about wrestling. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out.
1: Our art is done by a guy named Marcus Barkley, um, sometimes known as the Wet Sorcerer. Uh, sometimes um, a host on this podcast. Yeah, occasionally. He'll, he might be around. He stops by. Uh, Let's see here. You can uh, leave a horse... Oh, you know what? Before we say that, we might be doing some streaming stuff soon. We'll post about it on Twitter if we do. Yeah, we'll we're see. are all locked in, so we yeah. might stream some
0: stuff. May as well. Uh, but you can leave a horse water, but you can't even get under it. Um... Fuck, uh, the fuck of COVID-19, maybe. We'll see. If you're Amy <laughs> Kulbuchar. Yes. Um, We've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's those podcasts, baby.
1: We're out. Out.